There is an infinite field of possibility swirling around you. Are you grabbing hold of it to create the life you want? Welcome to Manifestable, an audible experience where you come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week you'll hear epic interviews with some of the world's most accomplished individuals who have developed incredible mental strength and learned to harness their energy field to create miracles. Manifesto will also bring you relatable stories where live guests just like you will share some of their biggest obstacles and I get to coach them through it all. Through these coaching sessions, you'll learn firsthand, step-by-step, how to tap into your fullest potential and become a magnetic creator. My life's mission is to help remind you of the power that you have, how you can expand your mind, and how you can harness your energy and create infinite possibilities within your own life. And guess what? You can be on Manifestable too. If you're not living your desired reality, text podcast to 720-706-5956 for your chance to get coached by me or simply just press play. Now let's get started. Today's episode is a live coaching session I did with two women about the ups and downs we experience in relationships. We will discuss how to reignite that passion in your marriage and juggle an unsupportive spouse. We go there. How do you bring passion back into your marriage? How do you fulfill your goals and dreams when your partner is not supportive? I can't wait for you to dive into this episode because we go there. Go ahead and check out my Instagram and Facebook at the Danette May to stay updated with me on all things podcast. And I actually want to hear from you. So DM me on social. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was from this episode because I think it just might change your life. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the show. You have a good smile and bright eyes. Tell us your name. My name is Elle um, and um, I have three small little kids and a busy life like you do. And um, I'm excited to be here and learn from you. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on and being vulnerable to ask your question. And what is your question? So my question is, I've been married to my husband for, so I'm 40. We've been together since we were 19. Um, he's awesome. We, uh, you know, I trust him. He's definitely my soulmate. We love each other dearly. Um, but given that we we have been together forever, we've three small uh, kids. The for sure we've, you know, you borderline sometimes go through phases where you become more friends than you do lovers, if I say. And I would prefer now that I'm over having babies, I would like to inject the passion back into our marriage. Um, so I'd love to get some of your advice there amazing and the the biggest thing that you just said is I would love to have the passion back in this relationship and does he feel the same way yeah I think he does right it's just schedule like I feel like you have to schedule everything if you need it to happen because we work so much and we have the three kids and stuff but yeah we, we get on really well we definitely really love each other there's a lot of respect there um you know but unfortunately just over time you become you're kind of like, are we just friends? You know, how do we, how do you make space, right, to, I know I can get it back, but it's how do you be intentional about it is the key question. Okay, I love this question so much because 
I want everyone to hear these key words she's saying as she goes, I know we can get it back. I desire and I would love to have more passion. She's using very positive words and belief systems within her system. She's just looking for somewhat of a formula, like, okay, you have these babies, you got work, everybody's got work, we're a little tired, we also have a lot of energy swirling around us, and let's be all very real that that is definitely sometimes a recipe for where you're like, look at each other and you're like, everything's numb. Everything's numb. And I don't feel any sparks, but I know I love you. And I know I would love to feel sparks, but I'm just not. And especially when little kids are there involved, because there's a lot of touching with kids. And so that feeling of being touched gets a little numbed out. (laughs) It's like, no, nothing, nothing's firing because it wants to just shut down. So I'm going to give you some key things that these are not metaphysical. These are things that I have learned that I've coached on that I've um, heard in different realms. So hopefully one or two will be a nugget for you, but I'm going to give you a variety. Okay. So I know we're living this world where there's a lot of work and there's a lot of busyness and I personally am watching that dial get sped up in people's lives. And I am personally trying to turn down that dial in my life because I'm seeing that it's actually leading me nowhere. And it's leading a lot of people nowhere. They think it's going to lead them to more money, more success, the better house, the better neighborhood, the better vacation, whatever they think it's going to lead them. But I feel like there can be this um, refinement that gets to happen in this hustle that we are a part of in our culture. And so really looking at from morning till night, where do you spend your time? Obviously time with family is important and that maybe isn't something to move out or move around. It's looking at where am I spending doing projects at work that just are not even the truth and I'm going nowhere with it. Maybe it's looking at what am I watching? Am I scrolling? What am I doing with all my time? that I I have during this day and look for something you can remove that is kind of soul deadening. It's a path to nowhere (laughs) and, and replace it with something for you, not between you and your husband, but for you. And he does the same for him. Meaning where can you fill yourself up in 30 minutes? That might be nature walk with no phone. That might be a bath with no phone. That might be reading a juicy book that you love. That might be cooking. I don't know what your thing is, but you've got to make a list and be dedicated to filling yourself up with pleasure outside of sex. And I know it sounds like a to-do list, but we have to remove some things from our list. Whether that means I'm not checking email during this time, trust me, you start getting really slick at going, okay, I don't need to check email from this whole duration. Hey, team. I will be checking my email from this time to this time. Outside that time, I won't see it because now you're filling it with pleasure. (laughs) So the second thing you're going to do is get really good at finding either a neighbor, a family member, somebody who they might have kids. You could be like, hey, let's do a swap. Um, One, a date night a week would be really important. Or it doesn't have to be like, oh, we go to the movies, we get dressed up because sometimes that can feel like a chore. It might just be like, hey, this is a time we go for walking without the kids for 45 minutes and we catch up with each other. So there's this feeling of connection and we hold hands, but it's not around sex as well. Okay. And then 
The third thing. So you, you really want to find resources, get really creative. Who can I find to just come into the house for 45 minutes once a week? Maybe I can do an hour and a half to two hours where I just connect with my partner, but I'm already filling myself every day with pleasure for myself for 30 minutes at the minimum okay, every day. And then the third thing, this is something that I cannot express has been game changing. If you want pleasure, I always tell my husband, I said, I choose you. Like I don't buy into this institution of this relationship. I don't buy into these belief systems that have been passed on to me. I choose you because it edifies and nourishes me. As soon as that doesn't happen, I don't buy into these other systems, whether you believe that or not, but that's just my truth. So what we do is once a quarter, so I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. We have a 24 hour sex date. People are constantly asking me how I continue to look younger as I get older. <laughs> there are many tools that have kept me youthful, like superfoods, moving my body, hydration, belief, doing meditation. But a big one that I don't really talk about a lot is using non-toxic beauty products. I can't stress this enough. Imagine if you put toxicity on your skin, you are going to age quicker. And so many people are doing that in their face wash, in their skincare routine, which is just crazy to me. But this is why I love Anne-Marie Skincare, because their products are made safe certified, which means they are free of toxins, heavy metals, carcinogens, pesticides, and other harmful chemicals. They are also completely cruelty-free and are constantly improving their products and methods to become more sustainable. So one of the things that I really like is their body oils, <laughs> their lotions, and their face serums. It's so luxurious and it feels so good on my skin and it smells amazing. And right now, Amorous Skincare is gifting the Manifestable podcast listeners 15% off your order site-wide when you use the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout. Go to AnneMarieSkincare.com. So I'm going to spell Anne-Marie for you. A-N-N Marie, M-A-R-I-E, skincare.com and use the code manifestable at checkout to receive 15% off your order. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, they have all sorts of yummy products. So go shop and see what you can find because I have a feeling you're going to love it. Now, let's get back to the show. Meaning you're going to find someone who will watch your kids for just 24 hours. You're going to communicate with them that this is a chance. And maybe it's just when you're just starting out, it's a date and an overnight. And you're going to go to an overnight place. You're not going to stay at your house because we all know kids hear you come in that door. They crawl into your bed. They call out your name and the whole energy is killed. So you're going to go to a hotel somewhere where you are away from home. Kids stay home. Someone watches for 24 hours. You're only doing this once a quarter. you got to like find a neighbor. you got to find someone who's on board. You don't have to tell them you're doing a sex date. But, <laughs> but you're going to tell, this is what I tell my husband. I'm like, in this 24 hours where you honor me, meaning you are going to only think about my pleasure and that might sound really selfish when I'm saying this out loud. This is not selfish. Trust me, when they honor you, they get so filled up. They get so turned on. They get so nourished. And so understanding that when you receive and when you get filled up, it fills them up. And you are worthy and you deserve to receive that. So I tell him, I said, I like massages. I like flowers. I like you to buy stuff. Love language is gifts for me. So I'm like, 
from the minute we step into that room or that hotel or that space or wherever we're at, you're going to honor me. It's not that we're having sex for 24 hours. It's you're honoring me with all forms of different pleasure. Maybe it's chocolate strawberries or maybe it's champagne in the room. It doesn't have to be super big. It's just the idea that they're thinking of you. And then they're like, hey, can I run you a bath? Can I give you a little shoulder rub? Do you want to go for a walk around the park? Like whatever you let them know, you have to communicate. These are all the things that would fill me up to the brim. And then the sex will naturally come because you will be so filled up by their generosity, by their, just their intention and their desire to just say, I'm going to do this for you with you for 24 hours. And I'm telling you after 24 hours, you'll be so filled up. You will be like, oh my gosh. And it just creates almost that circuit rewire of passion back in the relationship. I was not expecting you to say all those things. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, it's, it's cool. I thank you for being so honest and sharing as well. It's, um, it makes total sense. Like fill up your own cup, be satisfied, you know, then, um, kind of find something to do with them. And then once a quarter, be very intentional and go all out. Yes. And that's the thing is like, you also, when you, when I said that weekly thing that you find what fills you up, you also have to remove something that depletes you, that makes you like your circuits turn off, right? For me, it's Slack and email 1000%. So how can I reduce Slack and email? Because it's actually taking the life force out of me. It's taking the the desire, the horniness from my body. <laughs> so you have to also kind of take stuff out that you know is depleting that life force. Just little by little. It doesn't mean I never do email. It just means, okay, I'm shortening this window. That's awesome. So thank you. I look forward to seeing you in Sedona. Oh, yes, you're going to be there. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much for your question and thanks for being on. Oh, thank you for all you do. Hello, honey. We can see each other, but no one was able to see you. And I am actually not going to say your name. Intuition's telling me not to say your name. I want you to feel completely safe to ask your question, to be just with me right now so that you get the answers that you need in your life right now. So welcome to the show and thank you for your vulnerability and go ahead and ask your question. Thank you. Um, how do I live in my soul's purpose when my partner doesn't support me and drags me down? Your question, how do I live in my soul's purpose when I live with a partner who feels as if they are dragging me down? I reworded it a little different. I want to ask you something. How long have you been with your partner? 20 years. 20 years. And what brought you to that partner at the very beginning? Um... He was different. How was he different? Tell me how he was. He was from a different country. He did things differently than, than I grew up with. He thinks differently. He's very creative where I was, I always thought I wasn't. How did he make you feel when you were first together? Like I could be supported. Let's be really honest with each other on this, Kay, because I know this is your time and my time. I want to ask, where was your self-worth at that time 20 years ago? Not great. Right. 
Not great. And tell me how you felt about yourself. I was, um, I was going through my master's program and I wasn't doing well and I needed help. I felt I needed help. I, I, I look back and I'm, I'm okay, <laughs> but in the moment I needed help. And I thought that what did you need help with like financial, emotional, emotional, like, was this the right thing I was doing? And did he give you a little bit of that or make you feel he gave you that? Just a very little. Yeah. And so is it possible that you got into this relationship with low self-esteem, questioning who you are, needing emotional support, and trying to grab a lifeline? Yes. Yeah. And what has kept you together over 20 years? My kids. Mm-hmm. Your kids. And so now you're living a life with someone for your kids at this point? Yes. Can you honestly say that if you didn't have kids right now, you would be with the same person? I can honestly say no, I wouldn't. Okay. I appreciate your vulnerability. I know this is hard. You're helping yourself, but you're also helping a lot of people that are listening right now. And I'm here with you. Being with somebody for our children, I've been in that, I've been in that seat. And do you have a daughter? Yes. If your daughter was to come to you right now, with this question about her soul's purpose. She wants to fly. She wants to feel free. She's been growing and evolving and loving herself more and stepping into that and seeing with different eyes. And she was like, Mom, I'm married to a person that's holding me back, but I don't want to hurt my children. What would you tell her? The same thing that my mom has been telling me. And what has your mom been telling you? She loves me and she only wants to see me happy. And if it's if it's not right, it's not right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and only you will know if it's right, and you only and only you will know. But you have to understand that our children feel and see and know more than we give them credit. And they want to see us happy and living in our soul's purpose and us flying and being free and being in fullest expression. It gives them permission to do the same. Now, if you can do that in this partnership, do it. Whatever that person says or does or doesn't say or doesn't do, you live into it. You live into it for your own sake because you've got just this one life. And you do it also for them to give them permission to do the same, no matter if someone's putting them down or someone's trying to hold them back or telling them certain things, you live into it. And I have a feeling that as you live into it, either he levels up and steps in with this or he falls away. And he may fall away on his own because it's too much. Or he may go, this is how she's going to operate. I got to up level. I've got to like meet her. And he might get inspired himself. But instead of focusing on him, focus on you. And be committed to that no matter what he says, no matter how he makes you feel, no matter what's going on, you live into you. You make that step and do it every single day. 
and find things. I want you to take out a piece of paper and write out, if I were living in my soul's expression, I would be doing this. If I was living in my soul expression, I'd be doing this and go line by line. And it might be that I'm going to go and do this, even though it's not convenient for anyone else. It might be that you're like, I'm going to go study this because I just am curious about it and it doesn't make any sense to anyone else. I'm going to not make dinner tonight. It can be that simple because I'm done making everyone dinner. Whatever the thing is, I want you to start stepping into them, write them all out, and then start stepping into them. And the people that are not meant to be in your life will fall away as you live into your soul's expression. And the other ones that are meant to be in your life will up-level. But you've got to choose you and be happy. And the truth is no one else is really stopping you. If there's abuse, absolutely please, for the sake of your children, remove yourself from any abuse. But if it's not and it's just energetic, then you get to just live into your expression regardless and people will either fall away or they'll step up. How does that land? Spot on. I I have been moving more towards things like I think about I've been to therapy to be able to cope. So years ago, I figured out that I needed to just focus on me. Like whatever he gonna, he's going to do, he's going to do. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm on an island and I don't have people around me to support me emotionally, like physically. So it's hard to do every single thing that I want to do. It's not only this point about money, it's about me being a mother to three children instead of two. It's so exhausting. Yeah. Well, be a mother to two and drop the third because I know you're talking about him. You don't have to yeah. be a mother to him. That's your choice, honestly. Like, I want to get a little hard with you because um, you need to hear it and other people need to hear it. And I had to hear it. There was a time when I had to hear it too. You're a parent to two. You're not a parent to him, okay? So stop the actions that are being parenting-ish to him. Be a parent. And then also, you step into this new belief system every single day that I am supported. I have friends around me and you be a friend to other people and change this mental story around. I am an island. I don't have other people around me. You may feel that right now, but you get to change that story through your words. So now start repeating the words. I am supported. I have friends around me. I am attracting supportive, loving friendships in my life. I am being a supportive, loving friend to other people and really start saying that embodying it being it and being patient because sometimes it takes time for those friends to feel that energy and come in but first off stop parenting that third child (laughs) and and start really owning your power you know there's a power in you and you know it and that's what's eating you alive is that you are just keep putting the shells around the power start unleashing the power and and it'll slowly come it will slowly come i'm sending you all my love honey thank you for your vulnerability thank you i hope today on the podcast you received the nugget you need to expand in your life we're not alone in our questions we're not alone in this journey none of us are truly on an island we are all connected through our stories our heartbreak our joy our questions. So I thank these guests for coming on and asking vulnerable questions because not only does it help them, but it helps all of us who are tuning in and listening so that we can get clarity in our lives of the best 
right next move for ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in and let me know, maybe share on social media. What was your takeaway? What was that nugget that you received in your life? Is it around manifesting? Is it around spreading your wings and having more freedom? Is it that your bliss translates to your children having more bliss? What was that takeaway? I am super curious and I love hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you soon. And remember, you are worthy. You always have been.